Andre, how's it going? Hey, man, I'm ready for the Eagles-Buccaneers game. We had a lot of NFL great games yesterday. Hey, man, I'm ready to chop it up with you, man. Talk to me. Hey, you know, it was a beautiful weekend on my side as well. Uh, came through, saw a bunch of friends in the great city of New Haven, Connecticut. Shout out to Southern Connecticut State University, their track team, John Wallen, Justin Kelly, one of Brooklyn's finest. Saw all these guys. It was a great time. And here we are tapping in two things, two questions, another episode. So here we are. Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins of the NFL, real life, not John Madden football on PlayStation. We're talking the not for long league. These guys are putting up 70 daggone points on another NFL squad filled with a bunch of dudes that are getting paid good money to play professional football. So are the Miami Dolphins the best team in the NFL? Hey, man, it, they, they didn't even have Jalen Waddle out there, and they put up 70 points, man. Look, when you got two running backs that's getting four touchdowns, you got uh, a Devon A. Chain running for over 200 yards. You got Tyreek Hill getting over a buck 50 in receiving yards. Look, man, this offense is high octane potent it they have a great offensive line Jalen Ramsey hasn't even played a game yet so when him and Xavier Rose those two together on the opposite side I'm not not is it Xavier Rose the uh cornerback over there I forgot yes. his name all right so so those two gonna be a great one-two combination on defense you're gonna need that in the offensive heavy off AFC they're gonna be the most feared team right now I I would say even with Kansas City you know, they're going to be in the mix of it. Pat Mahomes going to be in the thick of things. But you got Burrow offensive line trouble over there in Cincinnati. Baltimore, you know, they sometime, and you don't know what you get from these guys. Buffalo, you know, Josh Allen can get you in a game and shoot you right out of a game. You know what I mean? I, if Tua can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, and this is the type of football we're going to get out of these guys, I see these guys as a major player and becoming the AFC champions and possibly getting to the Super Bowl. But I want to add one thing. People, they did play the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos is one of the worst organizations in the in the league right now. Russell Wilson played, you know, he put up 300 uh, passing yards. But, you know, these guys couldn't stop nobody. Russell Wilson got traded there, and they traded a lot of draft capital. Denver fans. If y'all don't at least get into the wild card, because you're not winning the division, that's not happening. If you don't at least get in the wild card, because it's not looking like y'all going to make the playoffs, y'all first-round pick possibly goes to Seattle. Seattle seen y'all coming, and y'all got fleeced. So Denver is looking real bad right now. feel bad for Sean Payton. Like you said, he's never been on the end of this type of beating before losing about 50 points. 50 points, man. Come on. I do this to people in Madden. This ain't a, in an NFL real game, the top of the class, the top of the food chain. Come on. That's horrible, man. That that That's more so on the Broncos. And, but Miami, kudos off. Hats off to them. They did their thing. And Tua looked good. He looked amazing. If Tua could stay healthy, they could protect Tua, keep his jersey clean. This going to be a great year for Dolphins fans. They going to possibly – get into that AFC championship game this year if they stay healthy. I agree with you. So one correction. First, Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. There we go. And and I do agree with you that pairing him um, on, the, on the other side with Jalen Ramsey, I mean, I, I, the league hasn't really seen 
two dynamic corners like that on the same on the same side of football in a long time. I mean, like I, I mean, even going back, Mad Long when Dion was uh, on the other side of the field from Eric Davis with the, when the Niners had those guys. And that was a crazy defense that year. Merton Hanks, come on, Mer- man. Merton Hanks, Tim McDonald. Tim McDonald. <laughs> yeah, they put they, all. Dudes. Come on, that was a crazy defense, man. You right. We ain't seen a dynamic cornerback tandem this good. Now, would you say Cromartie and Revis in their prime of their careers? I, I, I would, I would might want to throw Cromartie and Revis in there too. I would put Cromartie and Revis in there for sure. And yeah, and the the Jets, those Jets. They could play some D for sure. Cromartie, I got a soft spot in my heart for that guy because, you know, came up through the Chargers, always was a playmaker. Something about him, I always feel like he had a little bit left in the tank. You know, that's just how I feel about Antonio Cromartie. Elite athlete, elite playmaker. I mean, when that guy first showed up for the Chargers, it was like he was going to redefine the cornerback position. To your point about Tua, I mean, this is a guy that has been so maligned. I mean, you want to talk about bad luck. This guy has had, like, bad luck since that hip injury at Alabama. I mean, like, it's like he hasn't had um, a nice, smooth sailing kind of, like, 12-month period, I don't think, at any point in his career, and then boom. Here this guy is making plays like he used to at Alabama, throwing it to elite playmakers all over the pitch, right? And guys that are like, you know, probably reminiscent of his time at the, at the Crimson Tide. I mean, you got – back when he was there, he was throwing it. Guys like Henry Ruggs, Devontae Jerry, Smith, J- Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith. I mean – Henry Ruggs. It, the, the, whole, the whole squad were guys that could just like light it up and down the field, and now they're showing you these highlights, like you said. Devin A. Chain, who was a beast – at Texas A&M, a track and field standout, by the way, as we all know. You can tell that boy fast, man. When he hit them blocks, he gone. He hit the acceleration quick. So they had three dudes yesterday that were almost uh, reaching 22 miles an hour on the field. Tyreek was one. A-Chain, Mostert, they were like a hair beneath that. So I got to say, when I look at this squad top to bottom, like we said, getting Jalen Ramsey back, I mean – I got to feel so good right now for Tua because he had to look a lot of haters in the eye and just be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to come back. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be healthy. I'm not going to get tossed around like a rag doll and get my, 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 my eggs scrambled every week. And mm-hmm. this is what this guy can make happen once he just like stays healthy. Like we're saying. Hey man. Yeah. That's the whole key. Keeping the guy, the money, you got to protect the money. Tua is the money. You got to protect them. When he's in the in the offense and he's directing the offense, they look good. The Tua is an amazing quarterback, and look, he he got weapons galore, man, all over the the field. He can just beat you in so many ways. And then you got Waddle and Hill, and these guys reaching about twenty five miles per hour, twenty four miles per hour. That is fast, people. That that ain't that ain't average. The average human being can't do that. So when Waddle get back, that's just going to open the offense up even more. And then how do you stop that? You can't double team nobody. You you double team uh, Tyreek Hill. I'm going Waddle right over the top of you. I'm going right over the top of you. And, 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 and what, what, how do you want it? I mean, listen, man, this is going to be a great year in the AFC. 
we starting to see people separate themselves. Buffalo gonna be in it. Cincinnati will get a shot. They'll if they get in, I can see them getting in on the wild card basis. I'm not sold on Baltimore, yo. Baltimore, they offense just it looks stagnant too too much. You know, May Odell Beckham didn't play yesterday, but Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, you know, you should have Mark Andrews active. You know, I know uh, J.K. is out, but Gus Edwards, these guys couldn't really do nothing with 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 the coach yesterday. So, in Jacksonville, I'm just I'm disappointed. It was an underdog day yesterday. This, if you were a betting man and you bet on all underdogs, damn, there like four or five underdogs covered yesterday. So, come on, man, it, this was crazy. That was a funky day in football yesterday. It, this it, was wow. Funky is a great way to describe it. That's a perfect transition. You know, I'm going to have a brief moment of silence right now for my, my man, Thomas Moore. He's a Cowboys fan. I know that he can't be happy right now seeing them drop one in kind of classic Cowboy fashion to the Cardinals, right? Who I didn't think, who I thought were going to be like one of the, I mean, they're still probably going to prove to be one of the worst, you know, teams in the NFL this year. But the fact that Dak Prescott has that many playmaking guys on his side of the field and he can't beat the Cardinals. I mean, it just makes you grab your nose and shake your head and just say, what is going on with this with this team? It, it's the same thing. Like I said in my post, man, check me out at West Philly Hippie. Listen, man, we, we I, I called it. I said, if you make that thing, you got to make him think and, and put him under pressure. Now he got to make a decision. He's going to make a bad decision nine times out of ten. Dak Prescott get flustered. He had the frog eyes. Kaiser White, a former Eagle, he's seen the look. He already know what to look for with this guy. This guy going to try to throw it with three defenders in the window. You're going to throw it in the window of three defenders, three Cardinal defenders. I, I, I This guy is horrible. And the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys won't go nowhere as long as he's the quarterback. The Campbell suit, man, he ain't going to get it done. He's not going to get it done for you guys. And this is it for him. This is his last year. This is it. That's a ball. That's uh, a ball. That what's his name from San Fran? They traded for Trey Lance. Trey Lance is waiting. He already rubbing his hands together like Birdman. It's only a matter of time. If this continues, and this is only one bad game, let's not get crazy. But the offense hasn't been like running like you would think a Cowboy offense would run in previous years. They're not putting up a, a, a bigger number of stats. The defense, the first two games, held it down. Listen, it's going. Listen, y'all better, y'all better get y'all quarterback in order. He he, looking crazy right now. This is a preview of things to come when it gets to December. You know what the Cowboys like to do in December? They lose. You know the script. So we're going to see Dallas fans. This is just a taste of what's coming. You think you was mad yesterday? Oh, you going to be pissed when this shit is in and when it ends. Y'all not doing nothing this year, man. So. So on that note, in terms of bad situations, and I'm not going to put Dallas all the way at the top of that list right oh, now. Oh, no. They don't go up there. They don't go there. But, but I, I mean, we got the Jets with Zach Wilson. We got Jets fans cussing this dude out from the sideline with their dentures flying out their mouth. That's how vehemently they are opposed to Zach Wilson manning that spot on the football team. We got the Dolphins beating uh, the Broncos. So the Broncos and Russ, therefore, should be in the discussion for worst situation. And then we got the 
bloody Chicago Bears, where it seems like they can't do a single thing correct year in, year out. Who are you putting at the worst team situation right now? I, I got to say the Jets, only because they invested a lot in bringing Aaron Rodgers, and then it all goes up in smoke quick like that. Four, four, plays. four plays in the first drive of Aaron Rodgers' career with the Jets, and it goes up in flames like that. That's normal Jets fashion, and I feel sorry for the Jets fan because now you got to rely on the jabroni, Zach Wilson. Ohead lost his dentures over this shit. You know what I mean? His grippers came right out. That's how hot Ohead was. His grippers slid out. Come on, man. Jets fans, I feel sorry for you, man. Y'all were looking for for the next page in Jets football, turning the page on bad Jets football and getting back to that beloved Jets football that y'all come to love. And it comes back to Zach Wilson. So ask yourself this question, Jets fans. Do you want to bring Matt Ryan out the booth and bring him as the quarterback? Do you want Carson Wentz to stop shooting bears and all that other shit he like to do? Do you want him to come back and be a quarterback for the Jets? Or are you willing to rock out and ride the wave with Zach Wilson? That is a question to ask, but it is the Jets for me, hands down. And you know what? The way When you phrase it like that, where you realize that they got all of that pent-up, you know, angst to beat a Jets fan, and you got the defense finally looking right, and I'm not going to lie, Robert Salas seems like a pretty cool dude, you know? Yes. But to have to have your entire season – boiled down to the dude that looks like the bad guy from Karate Kid 1, just like wrapping it out there every week this way, that's like, that's truly another level of painful. Because, you know, A, I I don't know if the Chicago Bears brain trust is much of a brain trust. I don't think that they've done our, you know, our man Justin Fields really a solid since he came into the league. No, they have not. But they obviously have got you know, deficiencies all around that squad, coaching staff, defensive coordinator leaving like before the game, whatever the heck was going on there. Obviously the Broncos, you know, they got offensive linemen crying in the locker room talking about how all they've done since they got in the NFL was lose. I mean, talk about something where like, if you're part of that new ownership group that I think bought the Broncos for what, $5 billion or something like that. I mean, I, I I I just gotta ask you a question. Did 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 Russell Wilson say "roll Bronco"? What's the little phrase he was using last year, even after a loss? Broncos, let's ride. Hey, was he Bronco when let's ride yesterday? Because I know them Broncos fan want to ride his ass right out of Mile High. Y'all no. invested a lot in getting this jabroni. I never liked Russell Wilson. I don't like him even more after he threw on the one-yard line a pick to get Tom Brady a fourth or fifth ring at that time. I just don't see what everybody liked in Russell Wilson. And look at it. Yeah, he threw for over 300 yards, but it wasn't efficient. This guy don't make your team better. What has he done? Y'all gave up all of them picks. For this bullshit. 
Bronco fans, y'all might not recover for the next four or five years because Mahomes got a stranglehold on the AFC West and Herbert is right behind him. Y'all looking up. Y'all only team y'all might be ahead of. Y'all not even ahead of the Ravens. Y'all at the bottom. Y'all bottom feeders. That's crazy. Y'all went and got the 200 plus million dollar man and y'all bottom feeders. It couldn't happen to a guy better than Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that the world shifted around Russ when his teammates started calling him out for doing high knees down the center aisle on the airplane after a loss. Like, I don't know if there's like one thing you'd rather see less than Russ Wilson trying to get his calisthenics on down the middle of like the team charter, right? Like, just come on. So brings us to the third component of the program, which is the predictions component. We're going to split this one in half. We're going to finish it with the Philadelphia Eagles. We are going to start it with a prediction about Mr. Travis Kelsey and Mrs. Taylor Swift. Do you predict that this star-studded couple is going to stick together? Hey, man, this is Taylor Swift's first real high-profile partner and yes it's going like this is this is going to be like jay-z and beyonce baby this they, this going to be solidified for a little minute this is this is not a little fling a hit or miss this ain't going to be one of them this is going to be long term i see this being a, a very beneficial relationship for both parties i think that's very well said i think that when you look at the stage that each one of these, you know, figures is in their career, right? Travis coming off the dating show, which probably thankfully for him at this point in his in his life, he's probably happy that that kind of went by the wayside. You know, he's got, like you said, his brother holding it down, basically being, you know, a, a legend amongst legends in the offensive line kind of realm, you know, kind of making, paving the way for, for, for Travis to kind of be, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised to see him take some of these uh, showmanship skills that he demonstrated on Saturday Night Live and put the dude in an action movie when he's done with this season. See what Why he's not? God's the limit, man. You could hold Saturday Night Live down. You could do anything, man. And he definitely was was funny as hell on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Dude's got some real comedic timing. And... You know, I think Taylor Swift, I mean, at this point, she's basically like an economic engine. I mean, you know, what? I don't even know what they're uh, anticipating with her. Uh, you know, she's making a movie about this most recent concert phenomenon. And I mean, Taylor Swift, I mean, the last time that we saw an artist make the world stand up like this, we're talking Michael Jackson, 1984 or something like that. Oh, my Lord. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Listen, man, this is the it's her and Beyonce at the top. Like I said, man, this is the, the top of the food chain right here. It's a good look. You got the mom and the dad, Kelsey, Mama Kelsey, Papa Kelsey. You know, they're lovable individuals. You know, they, it, it's going to be well embraced. You know what I mean? Don't have no toxic traits on either side. You don't really hear too many toxic things coming on Taylor Swift's side unless Kanye West is involved because that's her arch nemesis. But other than that, good girl, 
and a good guy. This could last. All right. I like that prediction. Lock it in. West Philly Hippie notating that this relationship between Kelsey and Taylor Swift will be one for the ages. Now, switching modes, we got Philadelphia Eagles taking on Monday Night Football tonight. How do you think this game is going to unfold? 31-17 or 28-13. I see the Eagles putting pressure on Baker Mayfield all night long. And when you make Baker think, that's when he's saying, I'm telling you, Baker going to throw about two picks. And one of them going to be a pick six. It's going all the way. I'm predicting the pick six tonight. Served up hot and ready like a little Caesar pizza from Mr. Baker Mayfield. 31-17 Eagles. I'm going with that. 31-17. 31-17. Lock that in as well, Mr. West Philly Hippie. I got to tell you, watching Baker Mayfield get happy feet in the pocket or get happy feet when he's rolling out, trying to be like a Johnny Menzel in the moment. He can also, like you were saying about Dak, Baker is absolutely guilty of making some of the worst on the move decisions with the football. I can night, baby. You're going to see it tonight. Andre, as always fly, go fly. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for the education. And we'll do it again next week. We'll do it again next week, brother. All right, brother.